this week on win knuckles is back what <laughs> you wrote knuckles is black <laughs> hold on i'm so sorry oh hold on i gotta start again <laughs> uh, hold on again no you don't no you don't no you don't i'm sorry keep it going we're doing this live yeah. <laughs> Duke Nukem refuses to stay dead. And is Xenoblade Chronicles 3 happening? Holy Toledo, it's win time. Oh. <laughs> Hello, everybody. And welcome to another wonderful week of news podcast here at VGU.tv. Oh, I'm your bundle of laughs host, Graydon Webb. And uh, I'm I'm sorry for that. It is uh, August 10th. It's a, a different day for us. But hey, we're not skipping. We're making it this week. It's episode 49. And I swear to God, I'm going to get that free sub at the end of episode 50. So we're making it. All right. I've got my right-hand men with me today. On my left here, I've got Alan Muir. How are you, sir? What's up? <laughs> All right. And on my right, as always, Raul Contreras. Oh, boy, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you, when you say that in the con- not in the context of a sneeze, it just sounds a little creepy. You're <laughs> playing. <laughs> it didn't sound creepy when I did it. <laughs> it was just it was just oh up 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 and sneeze and it was like the loudest sneeze i've ever heard oh, well, i apologize oh good lord anyway uh we've got some fun news for you this week we've got some fun rumors for you and we're gonna kick it off with some fun game releases um considering we're halfway through the week i've got a shorter list but this week has some really good games i'm excited about and next week has some that I'm even more excited about. So really, these next two weeks are going to be a whirlwind for me personally. But yeah, let's start with uh, today, the day you're hearing this, August 11th. What's coming out? Game of the year, boys. Say it with me. Car Mechanic Simulator 2021. Oh, shit. We did it. We made it. Overall, it's like, ah, oh, shit. Like, oh, man, what a problem this is going to be. <laughs> I can't wait to just... uh spend my whole life working on a car it's gonna be great out in my garage gonna play some kings of leon <laughs> sex is on fire this is the that's the game that funhouse played right where they just like got drunk and drove all around oh i think no i think that uh i'll, I'll look it up because no that game was my summer car oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. that one was was amazing yeah they kept <laughs> they kept crashing it and they kept like lawrence was focusing on beer keeping the beer from falling over and they're like watch the road and he's like i got it and he crashed into a tree and died <laughs> yeah oh my god well then we have dwar dwaros dwaros no clue what that is um the plane oh i'm not even listing what these are for i'm sorry it's hard when you're looking at the the website yourself Oh, oh, it was, okay, I'm I'm sorry, I was so ill-prepared. Car Mechanic Simulator 2021, PC and PS4. Then, we have Dueros on Xbox One. Next up, The Plane Effect for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, S, Switch, and, and, and PC. Um, then, Car Mechanic Simulator 21, 2021 comes to Xbox One. Then, we have Tetragon for the PC switch ps4 and xbox one 
Uh, then we have Faraday Protocol. That came out pretty fast. Um, if you want to know what this is, it's a puzzle, first-person puzzle game that Emmett and I both played and did videos for on our YouTube channel. So go check that out. It's coming to PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. Foreclosed comes to PC, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Switch, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. That's like everything but Stadia. Is is Foreclosed the one that you were interested in, Al, or was that Forsaken? Um, I think it was... I think it was foreclosed. It's a cyberpunk action shooter set in a comic book world. That sounds like you. Yes, this is the game that I've been waiting for for a long time. Cool. Well, yeah, if, I'm, here. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, this is the game that is is, wait, is it, it's out on um, current or it's out on all consoles, right? Correct. Yeah this this game is gonna be good. Yeah, indeed it is. Um, also, Art of Rally is going to be good. Um, It's coming to PC, PS4, PS5, Switch, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. I know that's going to be a Game Pass game at some point, but I don't think it's launching on Game Pass. So it will be coming eventually. Then we have the first Warp, which is coming to PC, Mac, and Linux. Um, This looks like a point-and-click adventure game of old first Warp. Okay, that's cute. Um, and then we have a game that I have been super excited for for a long time called Fire Tonight, coming to Mac, PC, and Switch. I didn't know it was coming to Switch, but that actually might be where I play it, um, which I hate to say because you know I don't love Switch, but it looks like a ton of fun. It's a narrative-based game. It's uh, it's kind of like the worlds are kind of like Captain Toad, like they're just they're square and you have to shift the world to get around it a little puzzle puzzle adventure with a story that is emotional can i can i, can I air a grievance Rocka... yes so uh last night i was using my uh, using my switch mm-hmm. trying to pre-order like the digital versions of some certain some pokemon games coming up and as well as like uh, life the next life a strange game uh. and pre-order it digitally only physically hmm. Yet I was able to pre-order um, Metroid Dread. You were at, able to pre-order that? I was able to pre-order that game. Nice. Digitally. And I'm just like, what's the deal going on with the, with this? <laughs> like a Jerry Seinfeld, what is the deal with the Switch? <laughs> I heard that in my head. What is the deal with the Switch? <laughs> what's the deal with digital pre-orders? Well, I'm but sorry I, that that happened to you. Yeah, because I was like, I, I wanted to pre-order the the two in one version of uh, Diamond and Shield, or Diamond Diamond and Pearl, mm-hmm. and then pre-order uh, Arceus. Ah, when's that coming out? Um, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are out in November. Arceus comes out in January, uh, like late January. I even want to play that. Yeah, like. I technically pre-ordered it like a physical version via Amazon, but the the look like the box art looks really good because it's got like a Cynequil, Cynequil, or Cynequil. Cynequil would be a <laughs> radic- radically different approach. <laughs> I have a sin to kill. Like the the box art has like a bunch of Pokemon at, at a campfire. Like I'll I'll share the I'll share the photo. Oh, oh! Look at the little owl. 
Yeah, the little owlet. I love him. He's perched atop one of their noses. He's I perched. Love... He's he's perched on a rhydon. I love this game. Game of the year. Up for next year. <laughs> <laughs> so next uh, we have. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say end of end of era of grievances. <laughs> grievances over. Grievances have been canceled. <laughs> Aw. No more grievances ever. Poor Festivus. Next we have. <laughs> there's two Woody Seinfeld references on the show. Next we have Naraka Blade Point coming to PC. It's also coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. I believe that's the one that's like a battle royale in like Japan. Um, let's see. Close range action set on the mysterious eastern region called Morris. Zach Morris? Okay. It's an MMO. Zach Morris. Zach Morris. <laughs> Next, we have Whiskey Mafia Frank Story on Switch and Xbox One. Then we have Hades coming to PlayStation 5. Oh, hold on. Wait. I really don't understand how this website works. So is it telling me? I believe that it's just that it's coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S right now. And then it's launching, I know, on Game Pass. But then if I click it, it tells me where, like, all the consoles it's on. So... Okay, so, all right, in two days, (laughs) it will be coming to PS4, 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. That sounds about right. Let's go with that. Hades, everybody. Yeah, it's already on Switch, PC. Okay, so I should be reading from the right side of the screen. This is a learning experience. Cardiclism, Shards of the Four, comes to Switch and Xbox One. Um... Spoiler alert, this next game is on Raul's Game of the Year list. Paw Patrol, the movie, Adventure City Calls. You're real excited for that one, right, bud? I don't like this. I don't like this thing that you're doing. He's really excited. PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. Um, um, when Ryder and the Paw Patrol learn that Mayor Humdinger has taken over a buzzing metropolis, they must race into action to save Adventure City from his selfish scheming. Humdinger? I barely know her. <laughs> Moving on, Fort Triumph comes to PlayStation 4, Switch, and Xbox One. And lastly, Witch Spring 3 RE Fine, the story of Yerudi comes to I'm Switch. Sorry. Come again? <clears throat> Witch Spring 3 RE Fine hyphen the story of Yerudi. Switch. Thank you. This has been the new releases for the week. I, mm. Alan, what's it time for? Sorry about that. I just had to take some, some medicine. <laughs> I it's said, time... Alan, what's it time for? <laughs> it's time for the news. Ba-da-da, do-da. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. It was a little bit of little bit of jazz to that one that was wonderful yeah hey i I, every now and then i want to just change it up absolutely delightful well raul i hear knuckles is black god i just love how i got i got (laughs) you listeners uh we we had been talking me raul uh great and i for a couple like 10 20 minutes before the show started and I was talking to Graydon before Raul joined in, and the dock was open. He didn't even didn't even notice anything. <laughs> so, 
I don't I, read the intro usually before I say it. <laughs> this is how I win. Uh, so, Sony recently uh, purchased Crunchyroll. What? $1 billion. Jesus. So they initially bid... I didn't know this part. They So the full... The final price was $1.17 billion. Uh, the initial bid was $957 million. Uh Oh, shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. They're probably... They said they're... So... One of the best deals that used to be a thing was Verve. Remember Verve? Yeah. Uh, where you would get Funimation and Crunchyroll as well as a ton of other stuff. Uh, and then Funimation left. And then I think Crunchyroll is still there. Yeah, I was recently looking at uh, Verve, but then I realized wait, this doesn't have Pokemon. Or my Nickelodeon childhood. So, Sony is planning on combining the two in the future. Because Sony also owns uh, Funimation. I uh, have a name idea I'd like to propose for this new service. <laughs> funny Roll. Funny Roll. Hey, funny Roll. <laughs> if, or... this becomes, if this becomes a thing, Alan Muir, August 10th, 2021. <laughs> uh, however, hear me out. Crunchimation. Ooh, yeah. These, these, these are... See, we're, we're not even gr- thinking... We're just taking what's what's just springing to life. Have we thought about anime hub? Huh? Thought about hentai hate. Anyway, no. so <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you stopped yourself, Raul. Because I would I would have I would have I would have cut that out of the show. <laughs> he's got he's got to mark it as explicit again. So, uh, oh God, have I not cussed yet? <laughs> Is that what makes it? Because we've somehow sometimes we're able to get away with cussing, right? It's just that, like, no. It's when you, it's okay. So certain things I don't want to. He- I don't want to hear on the show. <laughs> and What's one of the word that I said last time? Yeah. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, back back to back to the story. Uh. So, uh yeah, so they're going to combine it with Funimation. There's also some talk of offering a more premium tier PlayStation Plus, which would also include a Country Roll subscription. Um, so yeah, basically it just seems like Sony leaned all in on anime streaming because that was the two biggest... Like, I can't even think of a third. Well, Verve, but... Um, yeah, that was the two biggest anime streaming services and now they're both under sony i'm honestly excited to have the two uh combined again and basically cover all my anime needs for the foreseeable future probably um can i ask a question yes so i know nothing well next to nothing about anime and its distribution and stuff is crunchyroll like and and i guess in turn Funimation. Does Crunchyroll have like an an exclusive anime like Netflix? Like, does it produce original content, or is it just like, oh, I like this because it has the rights to these ones? So, um, if I remember correctly, Crunchyroll kind of started as a fan dubbing site, which then went legit. Mm-hmm. It started going after actual licenses to stream them here, 
Um, and then last I heard that, yes, they actually did. Well, not so much that they made their own anime in-house, but that they produced anime made in Japan. Okay. And then had exclusive rights to stream it here. Um, like, for example, I know the one that they were pushing hard because they funded it basically was God of High School, I think it's what it's called. Um, but, like, for example, Adult Swim just recently announced they're going to do the same thing because they're funding the adaption of Uzumaki by Junji Ito. Oh. Yeah, and it's made by a Japanese animation studio, but Adult Swim was a major backing of, like, funding for the show and have exclusive rights to air here in the U.S. But, yeah, so Crunchyroll has definitely dipped their toes into that realm, whereas I think Funimation just fully goes for... Because uh, that's the big difference between them, is that Funimation doesn't just stream them, but they dub whatever they get the license to. Okay. Whereas with Crunchyroll, you don't really see a ton of dubs. It's all subs, mostly. Gotcha. Yeah. But it also depends, too. Like, I know Dragon Ball Super was in a weird spot where it was airing on both Crunchyroll and Funimation, but then once they eventually did the English dub, that was only available on Funimation. Didn't uh, Attack on Titan also... That's what simulcast is, right? Yes. Simulcast means uh, it comes out not the same day... Well because of time zones, but the same day in Japan comes out here. Okay. Um, like, I know another big one that does that is uh, My Hero Academia, because My Hero Academia is kind of like, or at least was for a little bit, the hot shit. Because uh, <laughs> I think now is Jujutsu Kaisen. Now it's uh, Dodgeball Academia. <laughs> but um, that one was simulcast for a while. Where, like, literally the same date in Japan that it came out here in the U.S. would come out fully English dubbed. But yeah, there's your little anime lesson. Uh, So, anyway, did y'all hear that Knuckles is black? (laughs) I did. I heard about it without even reading about it first. I just said it. You said it, therefore it is real. It's real. Israel. They made... Real quick. This isn't really a tangent. This is just more... An observation. Um, they made a design cho- Okay, so here's what I'm talking about. Uh, here's how I found out, at least. Uh, Idris Elba tweeted out a teaser image of Knuckles in Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the live-action sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog, the live-action adaption of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, That's a lot to put on a poster. Yep, it's literally just a teaser image of Knuckles' closed fist. He's doing, like, the Arthur meme. Um, and yeah, that's confirmation that Idris Elba has been cast as our boy Knuckles. Uh, Knuckles has, at least for me, always been up there alongside the likes of, you know, Piccolo as, uh, characters you just know are black. <laughs> you just know in your heart of hearts that they're black. And, uh, uh Sk- Skeeter? Skeeter, uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I feel like I didn't need to make this one clear, but a lot of people will still argue against it. Uh, Daffy Duck, a thousand percent black. You cannot tell me otherwise. But um, he, he, he doesn't sound it. Daffy? Yeah. Mm, Goofy's also black. <laughs> a that, thousand that, okay, that, that I can believe. Goofy's black. 
Anyway, I wait. I have a legit question based on this. On this, uh-huh. uh huh. Are we? Did we all watch Loki? Yes. Uh, I I saw Loki. Yes. Okay. Uh, Loki spoiler coming up right now for anybody. Is Kang the Conqueror black to y'all? Yes. Kang okay. is another character that I have always envisioned as black. I never figured that, but then I was like, yeah, that, that makes sense. Okay. Okay, so I can <laughs> ex- expand this pretty quickly. There are many different variants of Kang Conqueror. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Lad, uh, Nathaniel Richards, and like in the comics, he's he's a he's a blue guy. Yeah. But then there's also the He Who Remains. Oh, that's like a name in the comic. It's one of the different versions of him. Okay. So. Huh. Um, right. This also does kind of reveal, because uh, if you think about it, most of the characters, if not all of the characters, I think that we mentioned, serve some sort of antagonistic role. Uh. And that is very much a kind of like systemically racist thing of like one we the media often instead of just depicting actual as people of color will cast them as like aliens or different like weird variation colored people like blue or purple or stuff like that or um, the or the star trek thing with um hiring black actors and having them be other uh klingons aliens yeah uh, and then the other part of that is, quote unquote, other colored or darker colored characters are also usually antagonists. Just to really hammer home the anything that's not white is bad point. But uh, but then that's also why people become attached to those characters because for a lot of people, that's the only representation they get. So anyway, Knuckles is one of those characters, <laughs> and always has been for me at least. Um. And yeah, Idris Elba's playing them, and there is a, this literally just broke today. There are already so many good memes being made, <laughs> many more to come probably. Uh, people kind of knew a few months ago because there were set pictures that leaked, and they had uh, these weird kind of almost claymation-looking uh, like statues of Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails. And it seemed like they were being used as, like, because they were, like, you know, to scale as, like, what they would be in the movie. And I guess they were using this as, like, a reference for the live-action actors to act to when speaking to those characters. So, yeah, Knuckles was one of the three statues, and people are like, oh, I guess Knuckles will have a role in this movie. But this makes it seem like it's a pretty hefty role. Uh, and then the other person that got teased at the end of the first movie was Tails, and Tails, like, is part of the logo for the second movie, so he is for sure a main character. Uh, and that first movie was great, so I'm fucking hella excited about this. It's a wild of a fantastic casting. <laughs> I've yet to see it. I've heard nothing but great things, especially Jim, about Jim Carrey's performance. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is very much... A return to form in the sense of like what he used to do uh and he very much has not lost his touch whatsoever if anything i think jim carrey has gotten more powerful <laughs> yeah i didn't think it was like <clears throat> his best performance at by any means but it was very 
Jim Carrey esque, and it was done very well. I just thought that like the whole movie in itself felt very whimsical and not too odd. <laughs> it just felt like a like a good movie. I would call the Sonic movie a good movie, and I it sounds like that's the general consensus. A lot of people it, found it quite good. It's a very heartfelt, genuine kids movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the one of the memes that's circulating. It's a picture of Jason Statham, and and right next, like pic, like right next to a picture of uh, Shadow. Oh my God! Oh please! Oh please! <laughs> but then, like, so when does the movie become just an animated movie? <laughs> like, um, it's not even about anything in the real world anymore. Probably when they start making him names. <laughs> like unless they, like if they go full DC comics with it and just start saying like in Midvale City or oh no Op- Opal City I mean they could essentially just like if the if the second one takes off and it does makes a lot of money but then like real live action actors don't want to come back for it they can just turn it into like like they already had a basis for sonic world from the opening of the first one so they could just put it all into animated and just have it be like the smurfs the 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 ones where they stopped making it half live action there you go there's an idea for you hollywood is there what'd you say is there graden is there what an idea idea? uh anyway uh there was a a new game um duke nukem y'all remember duke nukem no okay same <laughs> i'm sorry yeah uh... uh actually i have another fun a fun, a, a fun fact the yeah. first ever first ever episode of chase hall show was them was chase hall going to uh 30 realms oh uh george broussard and the other guy just <laughs> and, he, and him just just straight up saying what the f is, what the fuck is taking too long? And because it was like two thousand two thousand eight two thousand nine, they're like they're they're being funny. Like, uh, we're just playing World of Warcraft, man. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it took a damn long time, and it should have just stayed dead. Duke Nukem, I don't understand why we keep bringing him out. His whole fucking hook is being, uh, is being a misogynist. <laughs> like like that's kind of his thing so he can stay dead but uh footage for a canceled duke nukem game dating back to 2008 has appeared online so back in the late 2000s borderlands developer gearbox you may know of them was looking to create a game that would have been an origin story for duke nukem hiring animation studio janimation to create a mock-up trailer for duke nukem begins Ooh, and uh, it was eventually canned because of legal issues around the Duke Nukem franchise, and Gearbox instead went to finish Duke Nukem Forever, sadly. Um, so this trailer came out. Are oh, you saying something? I I just I love that We're, we have this thing. It's gonna be a, a, a Gearbox like official thing, like the the origin story for Duke Nukem. Ah, <laughs> uh, screw. We'll just work, finish on the game that's been taking de- over a decade. Yeah, that's definitely good. Like that definitely won't be out for another three more years. I 
I don't remember, and I certainly didn't care at the time, but was were people really yearning for this? Did they really want another Duke Nukem? No. Okay. I think it was more just the fact that it had been in development hell for so long. So they felt they people... had to deliver something? Yes. Like, there was, I remember, the famous picture of a dude who had pre-ordered uh, Duke Nukem Forever from GameStop in, like, 2002 or whatever, and he still had his pre-order receipt. Ugh. Yeah. There was also there was also a bit where um, over at 3D Realms, they sent over a Duke Nukem uh, Christmas card. <laughs> like, not a just random Duke Nukem, Nukem card. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duke Nukem Forever. Let's see this thing. <clears throat> oh my god. Yeah. Three, <laughs> three. Yeah, this this certainly has aged well with the times. Yeah. Coming when it's done in 2001. Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> well. Uh... And then, then they came out with a bad game. Continue. Yeah. If you're interested in the trailer for Duke Nukem Begins, you can find it on YouTube now. Um, as GameSpot explains, the trailer uploaded by animator Grigor Punchatz shows off a game with third-person shooter gameplay, four-player co-op, and a very 2000s haircut for Duke. Duke's arsenal consists of his usual shotgun and trademark pistol. Who, who would fucking know? as well as a severed arm and his freeze-ray weapon while he fights back against a horde of pig cops to the sound of Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine. Gross. Wow. That is something. Gross. Um, while Duke Duke Forever was critically panned on release, 3D Realms did move on from the series after a court case ended with Gearbox declaring itself to be the lawful owner of the intellectual property. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, that's, that's it. Oh my God. Wait, I have to read this. The studio was purchased in 2014, relocated to Denmark and began producing games such as Bombshell and Ion Maiden, the latter of which had to change its name to Ion Fury after legendary metal band Iron Maiden's legal team caught wind of the project. So 3D Realms is just full of <laughs> lawsuits. Got them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it was, they were, they, it was like, we would, there would be no, Prey game if it was, wasn't wrong for them. Jeez. And then they mentioned that as for Duke Nukem, his last notable appearance was in Ready Player One. So I'd like to f- end this uh, news story. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's, let's move on. It's just sad. It's just a whole bunch of sad shit. Next thing next thing's going to happen, we're going to read Duke Nukem caught endangering minors. <laughs> oh. I don't really care. Imprison Duke Nukem. Put him in the fucking... I, I'm tired like, of him. Like, who is the worst person at this point? Him. Duke, Nuke, Duke Nukem, Drake Bell, or James Franco? Uh, wait, wait, is James Franco getting cancelled? He, uh... There was some, like, sexual assault allegations. Oh, I did not know that. I've hated James Franco for years. Oh, well... Well, well then, for once, this actually turned out to be a good, good yeah, thing. Congratulations, Graydon. Hey, hey, You're a good person. Funny. <laughs> um, see people people hate my opinions but i have been right so many times about people that, I, that all these all i'm catching them all Pokemon. i'm catching all these these horrible people and and meeting some of them anyway oh you're my best friend <laughs> <laughs> xbox series x s 
tops PS5 in US June sales. Best selling games revealed. There's a surprise. So, what's that? I said got him. Yeah. Haha. So the MPD group has released its monthly sales report for June. And I'm going to read you a lot of numbers. So I'm going to skim this and tell you some fun stuff. Total spending on video games across games, hardware, and accessories was up by 5% for June 2021 compared to June 2020. Wow. Reaching $4.9 billion. For the first six months of 2021, total spending was $28.9 billion, up 15% compared to the first six months of 2020. That's total spending on everything or on video games. On video games, it has to be. Um, Nintendo Switch was the top-selling home console in the U.S. during June for unit sales. However, the Xbox Series family of consoles performed the best in terms of dollar sales. In fact, dollar sales of Xbox hardware in June was the highest ever for a June month, eclipsing the previous record set in June 2011. Uh, let's see. There's a lot of stuff here. Uh, for the first half of 2021, the Switch remains the best-selling console in terms of unit and dollar sales. Blah, blah, blah. PlayStation 5 continues to be the fastest-selling console in U.S. history based on unit sales through its first eight months. But of course, we know that that's because they made it that way. Because they didn't produce enough PS5s. Am I wrong in that accusation? Capitalism, am I right? Hell yeah. I'm trying to find it, but there was a... I, I, I saw a tweet a while ago. It's like, video games are done, people pack it in. And it was like it was like someone, someone who is clearly out of touch with everything. Mm-hmm. I think I remember seeing that. Like, it, it, it was like... um. Now that things are starting to return to normal, it, 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 I've, we, we won't be playing video games. Like we won't be playing baseball video games. We'll be playing actual baseball. Man, <laughs> that, that, that per- and that person just completely misread everything. Oh my god! The way things are going. Well, that uh, stupid opinion was blown out of the water because total spending on hardware for June 2021 in the U.S rose by a massive 112% compared to June 2020, adding up to $401 million. Um, This was the highest hardware figures for a June month since June 2008. Through June, total spending on hardware reached $2.3 billion, which is up 45% compared to the first half of 2020, driven in part by the launch of new consoles. Now, in terms of game sales, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart was June 2021's best-selling game. It also hit the highest launch month dollar sales for any title in the series, more than doubling the previous record setter, which was 2016's Ratchet and Clank. Crank, Clank. <laughs> Ratchet Crank. <laughs> Rath, Clack it, and Tank. That's, that's a completely different kind of game, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, only one here who's played Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart? I think so. Yeah. PS5. Well, Roll has one too. Oh, he does. I do. Oh, well, well um, left out. I just don't have enough interest in that game to pay full price for it. <laughs> Raul, I think you would really enjoy uh, Rift Apart. You would have a great time, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, man. Like I, that wasn't meant to be like <laughs> stupid. I just like I no. I, I took know. it as a compliment. <laughs> like the um. The art, like our top, like the 
roundtable, latest roundtable. Like, if if you want my like my honest to god opinion on like where I stand with uh, Ratchet and Clank, read my my entry on that roundtable. Like, I had never, I'd only played a few like an hour or two of the original game, and I played through all, I played all of uh Rift Apart, and it's <laughs> one it's one of the it, it's possibly my game of the year. It's currently your game of the year, right? Yeah, that all depends on how uh, Last Stop turns out. Ooh. Have you not finished it yet? I haven't got a chance to. Uh, I haven't started it yet, but according to Josh, he it's his. No, um, my, my game of the year is Titanfall 3. <laughs> oh, my game of the year is Battlefield 2042, and you can't tell me otherwise. But my game of the year could be Mario Golf Super Rush, which was the number three overall bestseller in the U.S. for June 2021 not even including digital sales. Super Rush had the highest launch month dollar sales for any game in franchise history, passing Mario Golf Toadstool Tour back in July 2003. Any fans? Uh, no. Okay. No. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Um, it was a GameCube game. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. I I didn't know about any of these things as a child. Am I the only one who has a, like, a... GameCube, Wii, Wii U, Switch in the same room. I just am I am I the one that crazy? Same room. I have I have my Wii and Wii. Actually, I have my Wii right here. I have my Wii U downstairs. I have my Switch here, and I don't have a GameCube, but I have my Dreamcast here too. Like I have maybe ten to twelve consoles in a in my room right now. Jeez, are they all hooked up though? Uh, no, only about only maybe. Five or six are hooked up. Okay. I've prided myself on... I made an entertainment center that has a PS1, 2, 3, and 4 in it. And at any moment, I think I could easily hook up all of them. Like, without having to swap around a whole lot and play whatever the hell. Like, directly right underneath my Switch is my original NES. Oh, well, okay, you win. And then a few, a, a few feet away is our two original Xboxes. Like, just... Right up against each other. Jeez. Yeah, that definitely beats everything. But hey, behind me, I've got like every... I've got my... I guess I don't have my Game Boy Advance, but I have a regular DS. I got my 3DS. I got my PSP. I got my Vita. <laughs> but you probably have all those things too. Oh, dude, I have so many PSPs. I don't, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what to do with them. Oh my god. Raul, what, what you got? I, I got a Vita. I, I got a... 360, I got a 3DS, I got my PS5, and uh, about it. So your oldest thing is a 360 that you have? Yes. Wow. Do you have a DVD player? Just a regular <laughs> DVD player? No. So, no, but I do have DVDs that I brought with me. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Alan, do you have a basic DVD player? Um, technically I do. Like, hey, I didn't have a console. I had to go to Best Buy to get a DVD player. Well, my old, like I've, between Hurricane Sandy and uh, 2017, like between those five, in that, in that five year gap, mm -hmm. I went through a bunch of computers. Ah. Like at my, at my aunt's house, like my aunt's garage, there's maybe two to four, two or three or four, even four, like desktop towers in there. but. My current one doesn't have a DVD, try a uh, DVD uh, slot, like port mm -hmm. or player. 
so I had to buy a, a USB one. Oh. And I'm already thinking about buying a a blue a, like a like an extra like a USB Blu-ray player. Hmm. Because I mean, laugh laugh at me if you want. I want to buy the remastered version of Ken Burns Baseball. Okay, but doesn't your uh, you have a Blu-ray player in your any of your consoles? Technically, only my uh, my Series X. I don't. I, I don't. My PS5 doesn't have a disc drive. I got the digital version. But do you have a PS4? PS4 Pros don't play Blu-rays. Oh what? no! No, no, no! I was thinking of. I was thinking of uh, 4K Ultra HD movies. Oh, okay. All right. No, uh, my PS4 Pro is underneath underneath my desk right now. Okay. Yeah my my Series X is my my 4K Blu-ray player, and that thing. Honestly, that's the first thing I ever did with it. And it changed my life. So where were we with the show that we were supposed to do? <laughs> I'm still reading NPD reports. Um, oh, I can man, this, this is the last time the NPD reports are going to be in the, on the show. <laughs> it's good, though. It gets us in some tangents. Um, so I'll just go down. Let's see. Well, the games, video games made a lot of money. Um, and so I'll just read the top like 10 of June 2021's game sales. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Excuse me, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which is sad. Mario Golf Super Rush, MLB The Show 21, hey, oh. uh, Scarlet Nexus, which is awesome. Resident Evil Village, still making it. Mario Kart 8, I have no clue. <laughs> though though maybe that went with uh, Switches. Like, like bundles? It, yeah, or if people were just buying Switches, that's like the go-to party game. Um because you can get that fairly cheap compared to like a Smash Bros. Minecraft, because we're in hell and we always will be. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, still killing it. And Mortal Kombat 11, surprisingly. Which is, though that game has been on sale. I don't know if Ultimate Edition counts, but it's been on sale for really good, like like $20 recently. Which stinks, because I bought the regular one for like 40 bucks never even touched it and now you can get the ultimate edition for like 25 so i really screwed the yeah i i don't but... i chose not to buy um like the ultimate edition for xbox series x yeah i think i bought it on pc okay <clears throat> which is is just wrong because i soon i'm changing graphics cards and i don't think i'll be able to run it oh why are you changing it you're getting a worse graphics card i'm gonna be go- I'm gonna be uh, switching, going from a 2060 Super to a 1070. That's is that worse? Um, my current one can do ray tracing. Okay. And from what I hear, the GTX line can't really can't really do that. Oh, all right. So it's gonna be better overall, but not ray tracing. Yeah, like I'll be able to capture footage at better like better quality than I currently can. I think I have a 1070. I think you have a 1060 because I remember asking you once. 1060. Um, let's see here. All right, I may be wrong on that. I don't even know how to check it. I really have no clue. Um, but yeah, there's a lot more stuff, but they're all the same games. So those are like your main games. It, it breaks it down by console. Good Lord. But yeah, Animal Crossing still up there. And... Uh, that's that. Thanks for listening to the NPD report. It's my turn. It's your turn. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, so um, either of you guys play the Back for Blood beta? 
We did. I did not. Uh, I'm not going to say whether or not you missed out on a good time because we all play games differently and there's no judgment here. But um, but for uh, context, Josh, Graydon, and I played uh, the first three uh, like missions in the campaign. Uh-huh. And, that, and then like the, ne- the next day, jo- Josh uh, shares in the chat like he tags, he tagged, I think me, Graydon, he tagged you in as well. Wait, what? Were you that? What? Did uh, Josh tag you in the chat with the... Oh, the... with this story? Yes, he did. Yeah, so... I didn't so... get to listen to it. It wouldn't open for me, though. Yeah, you had to... The only way to watch it was through the official uh, Twitch app. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what was going wrong. So, there during the closed beta, there was a user at Homebake who posted a clip from the game of a of a zombie yelling a version of the n-word Oof. and the unfortunate and warner brothers or wb games responded saying that the unfortunate soundbite was never intended it won't be removed so it actually was yeah oh god i'll i'll, sh- I'll share the uh the tweet the video okay and like uh the 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 twitter like the person who shared the clip just simply titled it these zombies a different breed so uh wb games gave a statement to kotaku saying our team has been made aware of offensive language that can be heard when playing the game this was not recorded or ever intended to be be part of our gameplay the audio is a result of two different written growls that are playing simultaneously and when hunted together sound like that word uh and the the game the void the line won't be immediately gone like it'll either be taken out as the beta is going or when the game launches the the open beta like for like no no strings attached is uh starting up in a uh, tomorrow as or in two days as of recording tomorrow when you when you when you listeners are hearing this <laughs> and it'll run from the 12th to 16th and the game will launch on October 12th for most of the consoles but switch so uh yeah that i didn't i didn't actually hear it what <laughs> sorry listeners roll shared a uh a reaction that is it's, very... it's it is the meme of that dude i think what it was like a fake episode of spongebob that mm. says the n-word and he his earnest reaction is like n-words <laughs> It's so funny, <laughs> but he says the word. Uh, but it, it's yeah, that's because <laughs> I just watched the clip. That's the first response that I saw. I was like, "Oh, this is incredible." Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty. That's that's real. <laughs> it really happens. That's not good. Uh, speaking of things that are good, however, nice. Um, that segue was pretty good. We're gonna recap the idea at Xbox Twitch showcase, and this is the like the second ever uh, stream for idea at Xbox focusing on indie games, and there are more than two dozen from a variety of studios. Um, Project Moon's Liberty of Ruina is out as a, as out across console and the cloud through Game pa- Game Pass. There's gonna be an Aeon Drive demo from developer Two Awesome Studios for Xbox platforms. Ooh, I didn't know there was a demo coming. 
yeah, the demo will let players check out some of the Cyberpunk environments and get a feel for the action platformer with the full game slated to release later later in the year. Uh, Trump Squad's game Labrat was shown off and given a 2022 release date on console and PC. As the name suggests, you're playing as a Labrat. Oh god, did I say Labcat? No, you said Labrat. Okay. A Labcat. Labcat would be just so many violations. (laughs) I could be knocking over infectious diseases. Oh, just because he hates you. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you didn't didn't give me any of your your stuff. (laughs) Uh, But Labrat, though. It's a satirical adventure game and will have more than a hundred satisfying and genre bending puzzles. There's going to be a there's a beta going on for the game. Um the next game that was showcase is a game I think that Graydon will I think he's mentioned that he wants this game. Yeah, I'm super freaking excited. For Holy Holy World. Oh my god. The girl that was narrating it, um, seemed to have no clue what it was and it really really irritated me i i have i have problems with when they get people that don't totally know that's that's why i really don't like this new way that they're doing shows where it's like oh you don't want to watch phil spencer talk about it you don't want to watch a director of the studio talk about this game you'd rather watch a twitch streamer who only knows one genre of games to talk about all the games it's like, no, I don't actually, I don't need that at all. So I really don't like when all these presenters don't know any of the games that they're talking about. I'd rather have someone from the Ali Ali world team come talk about the damn game and how passionate they are behind it. But I digress. I'd uh, rather have Sarah Bond uh, going over the game. Who's that? You don't know who Sarah Bond is? Was she the woman that they brought in who did, talked about the stuff for a minute? Uh, that, she's her. Yeah. She she is an angel. Yeah, she came in for a couple of minutes and then they had her go away. But like I would have been fine if she hosted the whole thing. She knew she probably knew the games. But instead no, you had to have some Twitch streamer do it. And they were like, Oh, it reminds me of what you say? She said it reminded her of Ooblets, which is like a freaking farming sim. I know it does not. It is a skating game. Uh, uh, I'm aggravated. You know, the Annapurna showcase, they did great because they were like, hey, I'm the studio behind this game and I'm going to talk about it and tell you how much I love it. Oh, that was like that. Oh, oh, I'm the, oh. anyway. Well, because Annapurna is just bangers only. So I know yeah. they just know how to run it. And uh, it's great. But Ollie Ollie World, if you haven't played Ollie Ollie 1 and 2, they're fantastic. They're great portable games. Go get them on Vita or maybe even Switch. Um Though Switch I, might be hard if your thing is drifting, because that would just be awful. I I I do have I think Ali Ali I have one of the one of the one or one of the games. I have it on us uh, um Vita. Yeah, they were free. One of them I think was free on PS Plus. So yeah, that's that's most likely the one I have. Yeah, it's really one of my favorite games of all time. It's it's a damn good time waster of a game and. Uh, a lot of fun. So I'm super excited for this. It's changing the art style. It's letting you customize your character. It's just going to be a good ass time. Uh, another game, Space Lines from the Far Out. Is that the party game? I think it's from developer Coffee Knots. Mm, is said to P- PC and Xbox this fall. And there's a demo on Xbox right now. 
You play as manager of an intergalactic travel company. Must help your passengers arrive safely and with as little barf as possible. <laughs> okay. I'll take space games. I love them. Then there's the big con. Oh my god, dude. Ugh. I need this game so bad. Yeah, for those who aren't in the know, you play as a you play a teenage con artist in this 90s set game that has you choosing disguises, picking pockets, and otherwise being a nuisance. It'll be out for PC and console August 31st. Yeah, and um, they announced voice actors, and our our boy Dave Finoy is going to be in it. Yeah. Wee! <laughs> I, I love that. Well, you're, you're like, you're, I can hear like some stuff is going on and you just you chime in with that. <laughs> yeah. I got a little, let me do something about this background noise. Um, that, Mar- game, that game's going to be awesome. I'm so freaking excited. Yeah. It has a, it has a really good looking um, art style. Yeah. And Troy Baker, I think. Uh, Microsoft also included the announcement that Stardew Valley will be coming to Xbox game pass at some point in the future. That's a good Game Pass game. Yeah, so I'm just going to run down this list of all the games that were mentioned. Aeon Drive, as I mentioned, from Two Awesome Studios. I'll be list- naming, uh, giving, listing the studios as well. Uh, from Aeon Drive from Two Awesome Studios. Unless it's Tawesome Studios, which that would just be pro- troublesome. <laughs> uh, Anvil from Action Square. Origami 2 from Linsworks. Bun City from Subliminal. Evil Genius 2 from Rebellion Interactive. Inked by ByteDance. Okay, I'm going to need help with this one. Inkulinati. From Yaza Games. That game looks fucking banger. And I did not know it was coming to Xbox, so I'm super excited. Uh, Labrat, as I, as I mentioned before, from Chump Squad. The previously mentioned uh, Library of Ruina from Project Moon. Uh, I like this name. I like this game's name by Year Frontier. Yeah. From from Frame Break, uh, Loot River from Straka Studio. Have y'all seen Loot River? Is anybody feeling anything from that game? I haven't. Look, I haven't seen anything. I'm gonna, probably going to watch, re, like rewatch the whole thing after we're done recording. Okay, I'd be interested to see your thoughts on it. Uh, Mad Streets from Craft Shop Arts, Ali Ali World from Private Label, Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous from from Alcat, Planet of Lana. Wishfully, uh, Project Wingman from Meowza Games. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything about that. <laughs> uh, pa- Paparazzi, Get Fox Games. Paparazzi Game Pass. is so cute. It's exactly uh, how it sounds. I just realized I didn't mention that Origami 2, Evil Genius 2, and Library of Verona were coming to Game Pass as well. Oh, wow. Uh, RPG Time from Deskworks. Uh, Sable which you can check out on, on the VG YouTube channel. Multiple videos. Hell yeah. Uh, Sam and Max Save the World Remastered from Skunk Ape Games, which is the remaster of the Telltale Classic. Uh, she Dreams Elsewhere from Studio Severe. Or Severe. Which I have a feeling that's going to be one of Emmett's Game of the Year contenders. He's so freaking excited about that game. Uh, Solace State. From Vivid Foundry, uh, Soup Pot from Chicon Club, Space Lines from The Far Out, as I mentioned earlier, from Coffee Knots, uh, Stardew Valley, as I mentioned previously, from Concerned Ape, which is coming to Game Pass. The previously mentioned 
uh, the big con from Mighty Yell Studios. Raul's phone. <laughs> Sorry about that. He's going to. No. <laughs> yeah, Raul's phone is coming to Game Pass. You're gonna get the... <laughs> We're gonna give Raul all the money from that from that all the money his phone is gonna make from that game. Uh excited <laughs> you partnering with Microsoft. Uh not 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 super hot about all my personal information being out there, but you know, it's a video games industry, am I right? Wait, super hot DLC confirmed? Super hot coming to your phone. Super hot. Now, Raul, I'm a popular Twitch streamer. I know nothing about your phone. Can you tell me everything about it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it's called a smartphone. Uh, <laughs> it's like a regular phone, except it does a lot more. Wow. Uh, mine is of the iPhone variety. Uh, iPhone. Uh, being meaning interactive phone because it was a phone with a touchscreen. Oh, uh, okay, I'm done. That sounds just like Silent Hill Shattered Memories. Now, <laughs> that was one of my favorite games growing up. That was that was a good Silent Hill game. <laughs> anyway, we digress. And scene. Uh, the Veil, Shadow of the Crown, from Falling Squirrel, which is my least favorite kung fu move. Hey, somebody catch that squirrel. And last but not least... Thank you. Last but not least, The Wandering Village from Stray Fawn. And that is, oh, uh, if you want to, in two, two weeks from now, uh, Gamescom is going to be happening, which Microsoft is going to have some big, some in-depth updates on upcoming games and stuff. So so you're telling me I have to come back? You have to come back and we have to have to hit that button. We got to record two, oh. two weeks from now. Well, I'll only do that if you subscribe out there. You're Hit, me, smash that sub button. You telling me a queer coded this? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the shrimp fried rice meme. You're telling me a shrimp fried this rice? <laughs> You're telling me a queer coded this? Oh my god. Well, was that the news? I, that was definitely the news. <laughs> We have been recording. I just want to see how long we've been recording. Uh huh. Man, it doesn't say how long we've been recording. <laughs> oh my Can the episode name be either "Tell Me a Shrimp Fried This Rice" or "You're Telling Me a Queer Coded This"? <laughs> either one. Either one. Wow. That's you know, what, I'll, I'll use one for uh, the for the audio version, and then one for the site version. Oh. Excellent. Right, recording. Write that down. What am I doing? <laughs> You're gonna write down. You write. You just keep, keep. Shrimp fried rice, queer coated. <laughs> We're just getting dumb on this podcast. Alright, <laughs> I got shrimp fried rice, queer coated, and then for the thumbnail I have funny roll logo question mark. <laughs> yeah, it'll be the same quality of that Heathcliff on Garfield's face that <laughs> I did from like ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what are we even doing? I was trying to See, you see, it's, it's it's a podcast. It's like a radio show, but it's pre-recorded, and you stream it from the internet. Can I get that on a smartphone? Uh, you can actually. 
Wow. And I got that tattooed on my face. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> you shouldn't, but I'm not going to tell you you can't. A Heathcliff tattooed on my face. The less advisable. <laughs> anyway, Alan, we have been recording since 7.50, so not too bad. Yeah, that was a good time. Plus, but... the, the, silence, the truncate silence and audacity is going to take care of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we got a windmill com- uh, spinning. Well, that's what that's about. <laughs> I thought it was the shrimp fried rice. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got some stories from the creaky old rumor windmill. She's uh, come... any any day that thing's gonna that the rotor is gonna fly off and decapitate us. Oh, it's gonna topple right over. It's gonna fall right on the. I I don't know why the shepherds aren't moving the far the uh, cows away from it. It's really getting. They're getting dangerously close. But uh, you know what else uh, is getting dangerously close? <laughs> Go ahead. I was gonna say, I just instantly had a picture of this the map from uh, Shattered Memories. Not Shattered Memories. Uh, Homecoming. Just like I, I'm just picturing uh, like the the map from that game. Uh, Silent Hill. Um, Homecoming. Uh-huh. Just the map of Shepherd's Glen. I was imagining a, a giant windmill in the middle. Well, now I think that's the thumbnail. That that'd be a, that'd be too easy. <laughs> I think you've uh, you've made something. I mean, it's you deserve something easy after the funny roll logo that you're going to be slaving away on. I have far too many tabs open. Anyway, um, I actually read this today, but there. So this is a rumor. There are stories though about it now because it's kind of legit. So the Xenoblade Chronicles voice actress, who goes by the name of Jenna Coleman, who was on Doctor Who. She's known for her roles as Clara Oswald on <laughs> TV Institution <laughs> Doctor Who and uh, in the soap opera Emmerdale. Anyway, she played Melia in the first Xenoblade Chronicles over a decade ago. And she was recently in a video chat with the YouTube channel Din's Meteorite, which um, where she talked about several subjects, including her time spent on Xenoblade Chronicles and the recent expanded Switch remaster Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. So this was published two months ago, but it's only now being noticed because um, she said this quote. Uh, talking about her first role in Xenoblade Chronicles, she said, quote, God, when was the first game? Ten years ago? It was a long time ago. I did it pre-Doctor Who days, and when they did the second one, they asked me to come back. And I think they're going to do another. Coleman paused. Common knowledge? Don't know. Yeah, I think they're going to do another. Not sure if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> so... Uh, okay. so who is this YouTuber who is somehow big enough to get a big-name actress, pretty big-name actress, like Jenna in here, but is still unknown enough that this went unnoticed for months. Like, what weird sweet spot is this YouTuber in where they are simultaneously uh, well-known and not well-known? Well, I was going to say, it's kind of, it sounds like a YouTube channel similar to... um, I forget what the one... Alan, what's your your XVGU alums channel there? Oh, uh, which ones? I mean, there are multiple ones. <laughs> the Life is Strange one. Oh, uh, 
Player one versus the world. Yes. It sounds like that kind of thing where he was like able to get some big names on it while also being a smaller channel. Um, so maybe it's not as hard as we think it is. Maybe we should <laughs> we should start writing to more people. Yeah. Let's get fucking Barack Obama on this podcast. I would like to get in touch with Jack Black. <laughs> if any of y'all know how. Let's get Barack Obama on here and ask him if he ever played The Witcher. That copy of The Witcher that Poland gave him. <laughs> the one Poland. Yeah, yeah, that, that definitely, that really did happen. Wow, yeah. callbacks. That was one of our first stories. Wait, really? Yeah, we talked about that. I wasn't even here for that. I didn't yeah. even know y'all. Oh, yeah, I remember when we talked about that. <laughs> Jesus. But, um, yeah, that's so I think it's like that, that little sweet spot there. Um, so but yeah, it's funny that it got lost in time for two months. Uh, Life is Strange, or not Life is Strange, uh, Player One vs. the World has mm. 761 subscribers. Oh, God. Okay, he is not that small anymore. I bet he's going to get a lot more after this, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. I wish he'd pimp us. <laughs> sub for sub. <laughs> oh, God, that, oh, God, that phrase curse <laughs> for me. <laughs> real, real quick, just real quick. There's a great movie that I just happened to find on Hulu called Spree. Mm-hmm. Uh it stars the, the the handsome dude with the great hair from Stranger Things. Uh, That's kind of a little slut shaming shithead in the first season, but then immediately gets better. Oh, Steve Harrington. Yes. So it stars <laughs> him, and he is like a wannabe influencer <clears throat> who's trying to make it big and has been trying for years to make it big. It is obsessed with it, and then and this is kind of like an unfriended style movie in that you're just watching it all through like smartphones oh and God, live streams. Uh, and then, so basically, he decides one day, he's like, oh, I'm going to live stream my grand plan of how to get famous. And what it is, is he starts working for an Uber-like company called Spree. And his grand plan is that he picks up people on Spree and then murders them live on the stream. Uh, okay. And then the, I was... gets more and more wild. I was gonna guess that he was his his, ma- his master plan was gonna be him hanging himself. Oh God! Mm-hmm. There's oh. that in this movie. Uh, and the thing that his catchphrase is essentially "sub for sub." <laughs> oh so man, Graydon, how'd you know? That, oh my that, God. That, that phrase is cursed for me. And you know what the best part is? Is that like there is a character in that movie where he like babysit this kid. Who then got a became a very popular like YouTuber, like vlogger, prank videos. Oh, here's a video of me giving a homeless dude a hundred dollars and then filming his reaction and seeing what he spends it on. You know what I mean? That kind mm. of YouTuber, like Logan Paul, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to buy these Pokemon cards and I'm just going to ruin the entire industry. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. All the humanity. I know you And he's stupid. played. He's played by actual fucking YouTube influencer at this point. Uh, that kid who did the Vine that's like, hey, what's up? I'm Jared. I'm 19 years old, and I never fucking learned how to read. Oh, he's in the movie? They, they cast him as that character, and he's actually great. at. I can't tell if he's a really good actor or if he's legitimately just that actually shitty now and was not acting, but he's oh great in that gosh. movie. 
This movie's oh. fantastic. Yeah, I'm definitely watching this. As soon as I saw it was Joe Keery, I got excited. Uh, he is. Oh man, he. I just mentioned that he is the handsome boy with the great hair and Stranger Things. <laughs> Completely different fucking character. This dude has range, apparently. Wow. I mean, he's Sonic's dad. What? 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 Uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, God! You're right. Um, the actor who plays the the, the actor the voice actor the actor who does the voice who played Sonic in the film, uh, Ben Schwartz. Yeah. Him and Joe Keery have a very uncanny resemblance, and people there's there was a theory going around that because uh, Stranger Things and oh, I'm blanking on the name of the show. He was in uh, Parks and Rec, right? Parks Parks and Rec, because they both take place in the same state. People theory theorized that they were that that Steve Harrington is John Raphael's father. John Raphael's father. Oh my god! And they had a video on I think Kimmel. Or either Kimmel or just something like one one of the late night shows. That's brilliant. You, you I, re- I highly recommend seeking it out because it's it's worth the watch. Oh yeah, totally. I actually have it here. It's uh, James Corden. James uh, Corden. Sorry. Yeah, I know where you're where you're gonna regret, where you're gonna head with that. Oh. Wow. Well, what's the second rumor, eh? Uh, do you guys like Pokemon? You do. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do like Pokemon. <laughs> even got that rom hack <laughs> seriously though i really did get that i really bought a rom hack <laughs> yo man don't talk about that it's a secret no it, there there are hundreds of them thousands of them on ebay <laughs> i have a an illegal pokemon game on my computer whoa oh you, i'm gonna have to edit this out <laughs> i don't know if it's actually illegal it's pokemon uranium oh. it's pokemon uranium was a full original fan Pokemon game oh. that introduced radioactive type Pokemon. Oh god, does uh, it does it introduce cancer as well? No. Yeah. Okay, know. okay. As far as I as far as I know, it was a legit, totally like honest attempt at creating an original Pokemon game. Uh and then I managed to download it because they released it for free, and then Nintendo sent them a cease and desist, and they had to shut the website and the downloads down. Wow. So it's still in my laptop, downloaded, ready to play at some point. Well, speaking of PC, this episode ain't PC. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I haven't cussed yet, have I? I have. Oh. I ah. have, I can't help um, it. <laughs> so, Nino Kuni, uh, Cross Worlds, is reportedly coming to PC. Hey. Is that a Pokemon game? Uh, Nino Kuni is so the Studio have, Ghibli game, huh? The Studio Ghibli game, right? I don't know if the, I know the first one had Studio Ghibli involved. I don't know if the second one did, but it keeps the very Studio Ghibli esque art style. I think, right? For the cutscenes, yes. I'm not sure okay. about not sure about, about gameplay. Um, the first, the opening to the first Nino Kuni is very messed up. Like I won't spoil it, but it's just let's just say I can't show my niece that video. Oh. But r- regardless, uh, Nino Kuni Cross Worlds has been rated in Taiwan for PC. So, and there's also a um, Netmarvel that or has teased or has talked about uh, the game coming to the, the West. So they are they said we are aiming for release in all territories within the first half of 2022. We are already 
process process proceeding on pre, uh, preparations for a global service with the overseas advanced strategy, and we plan to release it accordingly. So, Green, what else is there? So, our final story of the evening. Um, an unannounced Marvel title, reportedly in development at XCOM Studio Firaxis, will not include existing Marvel characters and instead allow players to create their own. Now, this story comes from Video Games Chronicle, and these details come from Jeff Grubb during a Giant Bomb live stream, in which he suggested the title could potentially be announced during Gamescom this month. Uh, was this uh, was this from Grub Snacks? Is that the one behind a paywall? Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's that's what it says. Um, Grub Snacks episode six. So, publisher Two K recently yeah, confirmed <laughs> what? Oh, I thought I heard something. Um, Two K recently confirmed it's planning to announce a new franchise later this month, and Grub claimed that the setup of Firex's Marvel title could mean that it's considered an original property despite being based on the famous superhero universe. So, quote, Grubb says, The reason that it might still be considered a new property, even though it's a Marvel thing, is that this is not going to pick up any existing franchise in the MCU. It's not even going to be existing characters. So it's not going to have any existing characters, but it should take place in the wider universe. He added, quote, The game is going to focus on the supernatural elements of the Marvel Universe. I don't know if that necessarily means like Blade, but I do think there will be vampires in it. And I don't think know if it means mystical Marvel characters, but I think you might see enemies of that type that you're fighting. I don't know how this man just knows this shit. <laughs> like, like, it's such a wild thing to just throw out there. But hey, um... He claimed that the title would allow players to customize a team of superheroes, similarly to how you can customize your squad in XCOM games, saying, quote, I do think that the character that you're playing will be a customizable superhero, or at least the team might be customizable, so it's still going to have XCOM in that way. But that's why it's not going to be taking place in any existing lineage of franchises. So I guess they might consider this a new problem. Are we excited? I will. I'm excited as long as they don't do the pull an XCOM 2 and have a, uh, like, a automatic timer. Like, you have set amount of uh, actions before the, the mission is over. Mm-hmm. I don't know really anything about, um, about XCOM. I don't think I've ever played one. I know uh, what it is, but, like, I just... Not like the gameplay exactly. I just know it's top-down RTS stuff, right? It's turn-based uh, strategy. Okay. Well, uh, what was that uh, thing? The short on giant bomb? You can't beat something, something, a certain amount of percent? Oh, jeez. Um, it was 30-something. I want to say it was either 35 or 39. Yeah. And that was um, the accuracy that Dan had, Dan Record had on killing like, the main boss in any, any of the game. And he's like, kill, press the button, kill him. I, I got this. And he got it. Proving that Dan Record has the luck of, of a god or a video game character. <laughs> well, guys, does that bring us to a close? Yeah, I think it does. Um, to update you, as I'm going through my tabs, I found that I do actually have a GTX 1070 graphics card. Oh, so huh. welcome to the club. Welcome, Squidward. Welcome, Squidward. Welcome, Squidward. Thank you for <laughs> listening to another wonderful episode. Just just fantastic, just really, truly incredible, thought-provoking. Um, we always love to have you 
I always love to have you gentlemen. So Alan Muir, thank you for coming. You uh you could have phrased that better. Just saying. How how so? What did I say wrong? Didn't I say I love to have you? You you said the you said the C word. Oh, arriving? Yep, you said that one. No, 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 not that. I said you, you could have said as always I like to have you guys on the podcast. <laughs> I I love when you guys come together to the podcast. Is that okay? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> and Raul, thank you also for bringing yourself. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, anytime. Um so I guess we'll see you next week for episode 50 if you've been listening for <laughs> it's weird because it's definitely been over a year. So no, it's def- yeah, it's definitely been over 50 weeks. I've been doing the show. Um, But hey, life makes no sense, and we're we're gonna say it's fifty. So bring your fancy hats. It's gonna be a party, and um, I guess we'll see y'all then. Be safe and happy and healthy and love each other. This has been a VGU TV production. For all of the hottest hot takes and other opinions on video games, music, and a lot more, tune in to VGU.TV.